TikTokZone.com. David Spada is a successful attorney whose dream was to become a sports talk show host. Elliot Harris is a Chicago Sun-Times sports columnist who wanted to expand his media presence. In the next hour, they combine their talents and love of sports and women by interviewing former professional athletes and lovely ladies on sports and torts. But keeping the boys out of trouble isn't always easy because when David and Elliot are together, they have more fun than should be legal. Hi, this is David Spada here with my co-host, great Chicago Sun-Times columnist, Elliot Harris. And we've got a special guest host today, guest Nadia Larissa, who is not only a football player, but also a model, aspiring sports journalist, columnist, reporter. Boy, we got a full... You, you name it, she does it. <laughs> you name it, she does it. Not only is Nadia going to be on with us today, we're going to have Paul Warfield, Hall of Famer, and Jerry Kramer, the great Green Bay Packer linebacker. But let's get right to our first guest, Nadia. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you. We promised lovely ladies in the studio <laughs> when we deliver. You Just do the, it. Uh, does this work? This works. I, you had her in the column today talking about what she's up to. So, Nadia, what are you doing right now besides the football? Um, well, in addition to playing on the lingerie football uh, Chicago Bliss team, I also model for Playboy. So um, just been recently. Recently, just been reduced with uh, the February issue, um, representing basically the laundry league. So I've been doing that, um, and you know, kind of just been expanding a little bit with the laundry league and with the Playboy. So. Okay, is this powder puff football, or the actually <laughs> it's actually hit? No. no, it's actually not powder puff football. Um, it's full on tackle. Um, a lot of people mistaken it for you know like the powder puff or the cheerleaders, but it's it's a go. The girls are hitting each other, or we actually are hitting each other and tackling, and we have the helmets and like the shoulder pads and kind of just going going at it. But they don't have all the protection that a NFL player, or a college or high school player had. They don't have all those those pads. They play on uh, artificial surfaces. I'm stunned that they have any skin left after the game. <laughs> yeah, because basically, yeah, we just have the shoulder pads, and what we wear is uh, simulates basically lingerie. It's a bra type in little boy short. So that's right. basically there's no more coverage besides that. So how many rug burns do you guys get a game? <laughs> or girls? Girls. <laughs> we, we get a lot of turf burns. So there's a lot of turf burn. Um, I mean, it's all over the body, like especially in the midsection area. Um, so, I mean, you're basically covered. So. When the show's over, we'll be glad to show those to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm married. <laughs> so am I. I want to stay married. <laughs> Uh, but with the football, I mean, you're actually hitting into the boards. It's similar to arena football, right? Right. It depends what arena you play in. For example, the U.S. and we played L.A. We played in the U.S.C. Coliseum, so it was a little bigger. But for most of the games that we played, they're the indoor arena, so there's definitely it's boarded off. So it's you can't. I mean, if you're getting tackled, you're going to get hit right into those walls. So it's definitely. Now you do have a sports background, although football was not your primary sport. Correct. Correct. Um, well, when I was, I played volleyball in college. And then I was going to go to Europe to play, and I got injured when I was staying here in the States. And then um, was playing pro beach volleyball for the last, like, three or four years. I was on tour, played on, you know, a few different tours, traveled around, did that. And then when I was in high school, I was, you know, a track runner and broke records for discus, high jump, and I was a golfer and all kinds of kinds of fun stuff. I'm very adventurous. But then I decided to quit all that and go into volleyball and then decided to take up football. So <laughs> here I am. You can make some decent money playing volleyball, can't you, as a professional volleyball player? Yeah. I mean, once you make it into the big leagues, which I was trying to get my way into, once you're in the top, you know, you know, 10 players, you definitely make decent money. A lot of it's on sponsorships. and. Right. But do you have you to know. be uh, 
Misty May trainer or somebody like that? Yeah, you definitely have to be one of the top. So my goal eventually was to move out to California, you know, and play the beach out there and kind of work your way up a little bit. So what do they pay you to play football? Well, basically, it's um, a lot of it is based on crowds. So we kind of get pay based on the crowds that we generate for our games. So the it's, answer it's, to that is not enough. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever it is, you have no idea how hard these women work. It's not like they just show up on game day. They have regular oh, yeah. practices. Yep. We practice three days a week. We should probably, I mean, some teams practice more, but, I mean, probably there for about five-plus hours, and it's a lot of work. And then you do outside work as well. You do a lot of, the, um, you know, like the, the marketing, the events, and kind of put yourself out there. Because even before this year, even though this is the second year of the league, um, I mean, it was around, it's been around for a while, but for the league, it's been around for two years. The first year, not many people knew about it, and so we were still trying to get out, and you know, and, and now it's starting to catch on because we're on MTV on you know, on Fridays, and it's starting to get bigger now. But so in the beginning, it was just a lot of work trying to put our, get our name out there, and so now everyone's starting to hear about us, and it's, it's going a lot better. Right. The first I heard about it was the Super Bowl during the halftime. Right, that's how it started out. It was a halftime show, an alternate. You don't want to watch up with people or whoever's on at the Super Bowl. You want to see an old guy sing, let's no. watch something else. No. <laughs> you watch women play football in uh, bra and panties. Okay. So that was very successful, and, and the guy behind that idea said, we're going to make this a league. And so we launched leagues, and it, the league is growing. Mm-hmm. I don't think it has quite uh, the attention that they were hoping yet. I think the, the February issue of Playboy... <laughs> It's pretty good exposure. Definitely. Yeah. In, in more ways than one. Yeah. How did you go about getting in Playboy? Was this before you started playing football? or? Um, it was actually after. Um, well, like I said, I do model, so I'm kind of familiar with the modeling industry. I work with you know a couple of big companies here in the city, some of the biggest in the nation. Um, so what I, are some I, of those companies? Um, well, it's Elite, which is now it's called Factor. They got bought out. So Elite and Stuart Talent. So they basically are compared to like a Ford. I don't know if you guys are familiar with modeling agencies, right. but they're they're pretty. I was a model. Dave's thinking of going back. You know, I male. want to go back to modeling. He's got to yeah. got to get his twelve pack down to a six pack. Down. Exactly. So I you know I've done I have you know experience in that and so. Um, before the league and before the main issue, I have modeled for Playboy before, so in the special editions. So um, then, when I was, you know, in the, in the league, they, you know, some people approached me about, you know, did you want to represent the LFL and Playboy? And I was like, that's amazing. You know, I love Playboy and I love the Lingerie League and putting them together. I was so excited. So I was like, definitely sign me up for that. And for the Playboy shoot, they only took 10 girls, one from each team. Right. There's only one girl from each team. Um, so, you know, all over the nation, we all got together and did the shoot. It was it was a lot of fun. It was it was fun to meet all the different girls from different teams. Right. To and you see. had to leave the cold weather of Chicago <laughs> to go out to Los Angeles for this photo shoot I for was. Playboy. I was. At the, I stayed at the Playboy Mansion. Uh, actually, I went there. They flew me back for two shoots. But the first one, I stayed in the Bunny House, which was awesome. There's a lot of history there. It was so much fun. You know, you see it on TV with the girls next door. Um, you know, you see all, like, the celebrities I've been. In there and so it was so awesome. I had a, it was a surreal time. Did you, what a, get, did you get to go to the grotto? Or? I did. I didn't go in the grotto, but I What's saw the, the grotto. grotto? <laughs> That's like an underground cave where <laughs> who knows what occurs there between various people. Lots of, lots of people have been in that grotto, put it that way. So <laughs> did you meet the old man? I did. I have lots of photos with me. And hey, Mr. hey, be Hav. respectful. <laughs> He's engaged to a twenty-something. Uh, it used to be he dated people who were young enough to be his daughter. Then yeah. he went granddaughter. Now yeah. He's on his great-great-granddaughter. <laughs> I think. Yes, I, I did meet Hef. He's such a gentleman. Very nice guy. Um, when I first got there, you know, he, he was at the dinner table with his, I think his brother and like a bunch of guys that he, this crew that he usually hangs out with, and his posse. 
Yeah, it's his posse. His entourage. <laughs> and, um, you know, I just wanted to meet him, just tell him, I, you know, I, I introduced myself. I'm Nadia, you know, from the Chicago Bliss, and I just want to say thank you for the opportunity. And, you know, I just said this is, like, you know, a huge opportunity for everybody, and I appreciate it. So I just wanted to meet him more of like a, you know, like a working relationship and kind of introduce myself. Now, was he wearing a smoking jacket? He was wearing a black, like, satin, um, it was almost like satin, um, like, uh, it wasn't a robe, but it was like pajamas. <laughs> I have a picture of it. I have to show it to you. Yeah. It's, so I was actually in my sweats. So he had pants kinda, on too, I would hope. Yeah, it was sweats. Okay. I remember he had pants on. Yeah. It was, so it was like a, a little jacket and then it was all black. So, so you're not trying to be Mrs. Hef number six or seven, <laughs> whatever he's up to. No, I, I don't think I would. I mean, I think he's, uh, he's taken for now. So I yeah. think I'm going to pass. You'd have to get that. in line there. <laughs> yeah. And, mm-hmm. and not as, you know, Way too old. She's not 21. I know. I'm definitely way too old. So (laughs) the older he gets, the younger his wives get. Mm -hmm. Exactly. What's he? 21 now. 22 year olds. Yeah. His fiance is 24, and he's 84. Was he dating twins for a while? He was. I met one of them when I was there. So Um, they're still around. They don't. She doesn't live in the house. The twins don't live in the house. But the girls now live mostly in the bunny house. So there's no girls that live in the house. I think Um, they just live in the bunny house. So and that's just like just down the way from the the mansion. And in the bunny house, one of those girls is Jamie Edmondson. Yes, Jamie. I actually met her the first time that I was there. And then the second time, you know, I, I introduced myself to her. And so, um, yeah, I met Jamie. She was awesome. Very yeah. nice girl. And then I encountered her again when I came. Um, I didn't, it, it took me a while. To, I was like, oh, my gosh, I met you when I was at the Playboy Mansion. But um, I did the a Bud Light commercial for the Super Bowl for Playboy. And so she was featured. It was basically about her because she's, you know, um, up for Playmate of the Year. And so it was Miss January. And then I was kind of when the extra was working with her all day. And so she is a lot of fun. Um, great girl, and you know, I wish her the yeah, best. Yeah, but she of had luck. to come from Los Angeles yeah. to Chicago for yeah. that one. Yeah, she flew in from LA, and so I'm like, welcome to my town now. <laughs> she goes, I want hazard pay for this. <laughs> so yeah. you said you're going to be on a Super Bowl commercial for this Super Bowl? Yeah, it's basically, um, it's not going to be on TV, but it's, if you go on any all the Playboy sites, it's the one that's featured on the Playboy site. It's going to be on ESPN. Basically, all it's going to be the internet commercial for Bud Light. So and um, you don't even have to wait for the Super Bowl to see it. <laughs> yeah, you can just go on the internet and you can look it up. It's, it, it's definitely featured on the playboy site so did you meet any celebrities at the mansion um june wilkinson i met really yeah so i say june cleaver <laughs> no. so i actually had dinner i you know i wanted to i set the table with the with the older older crowd older generation i wanted to kind of you weren't at the children's table i was not because I, I you know they had they've been there for years and a lot of history lots of stories and i was i wanted to hear about it and I, some of the people i can't remember their name i wish i could now but her i definitely remember because she just had this she was very sweet and she's she was, like a legendary figure in the playboy yeah, world right yeah, she, so no it, charlie sheen or uh, no, it was, Scott Bale. They were probably well, <laughs> both in rehab. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Well, when I was there shooting, um, during the days we were gone most of the time because we were out, you know, at the studios. And so I was there just at late night. But the second time I went there, I flew in on a Sunday. So they just had like the Sunday night movie and the dinner and all that. So that's when I, it was really crowded. I met more people that were there. And so, and then she was telling me about her when she was in Paris. I think she did her fan dancing and all kinds of cool stuff. I thought it was awesome. I had a really good time. Now people think, oh, a Playboy shoot, how glamorous can that be? <laughs> And it's it's 14 hours of, yeah. Well, it's a long day for sure. I mean, it's it's. I mean, I love shooting. I love you know being in front of the camera. It's it's a lot of fun because you like to see the final outcome. But it is definitely behind the scenes. It's a lot of work. You know, you have the hair, you have the makeup, you have the cameras setting up the lighting. You know, and then you, meantime you're walking around nude, but but you still have a robe on, but you, so you're freezing. <laughs> so it's like, um, but all in all, I mean, the, the final product is you know it's it's worth it. Right. So and then mm-hmm. when you're finished shooting. 
you're ready to go out for a night on the town. <laughs> Not. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, sometimes you yeah. are because you're just like, oh, I need a drink, or you know, or whatever. You just want to go out and have a good time because it's been a, a long day, and like in a, you know, in a certain area. But yeah, it's, but it's, people don't understand that that is work. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. It's and anything in the Molly industry is work, and people don't really realize that behind it, there's stuff that goes into it. What's harder, being a football player or a model? Um, gosh, Dave, Dave always asks the tough <laughs> questions. I would say right now, I mean, I, I'd i say a f- football player just because you, people look at you, you know, in a different way. You're a female and, you know, you're a model, this and that. And you kind of have to prove yourself a little bit more on the field. And so it's like you have to break a lot of stereotypes. And so, um, and also like for me, I guess it's, a, it's, this is my first year playing and I had to learn, you know, basically you're learning something from square one. It's like you're, you have to learn everything within you know, everything about football I can possibly can within six weeks. So you didn't know this was a football helmet? I, I, didn't, I didn't know that was a football <laughs> helmet. I know I before the before the league, I you know, I was a huge football fan. I grew up my my brother is the one that introduced me actually to football. He's a huge sports nut. So it's sad to say growing up I was a Lions fan and that is sad to say. <laughs> There's not many of them. Well, I lived um, when I lived in Michigan. When I lived in Michigan a couple of times, but Barry Sanders was my neighbor down the, down the street. So, kind of got hooked on the lines from that point on. And um, so, no, I, at a young age, I always was a big fan of football. I knew the game, but now playing it and actually, you know, being in the game, you look at it, watching it, a completely different view. Like it's a very different view. You can actually relate to the players, relate to what's going on in the field. It's 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 pretty awesome. I, I mean, I enjoy it now more than I ever have. And at some point, you want to get off the playing field to being on the sidelines with the microphone in your hand. Yes, is that correct? Yes, that is definitely correct. Um, I would love to be, you know, one of the sideline reporters for, if it's not the NFL, one other sport, but NFL would be cool or any kind of sport because I feel like it's, 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 I think I can get a good reaction on the players or you feel like you want to know, you can, it's a good idea to, get to know what they're going to, feeling on the field. You want to have the fans feel it, you know? Well, plus, unlike a lot of sideline reporters, you actually know what it's like to be a football player. <laughs> You're not just eye candy. Right, exactly. So I think you also, I mean, I'll catch people's attention, but they'll also I'll catch your attention by what I have to say or what I have to ask them or, you know, what kind of reactions I get out of the players. So I think, you know, yeah, I think I can do that. But How many players have hit on you? How many players have hit on me? Right. <laughs> so you got to get hit on all the time. Female or male? <laughs> Who knows in this world? Uh, well, actually, I, I'm still doing, we mean like with interviews that I've done. Right. Or I'm still getting working into that, so I haven't actually interviewed any big-time athletes I would like to. But, um, I mean, outside of that, maybe no. <laughs> a few. But Is there a famous person you could talk tell us about? Um. No, not really. Without I mean, us getting sued, although we do have a lawyer here in the studio who can help us out yeah, in that regard. Yeah, it was kind of funny, though. There was an article that somebody did send me. Um, it was from a guy from Alaska. It was a newspaper out there. And Mr. Palin? <laughs> <laughs> and, and so kind of with the whole, you know, how, um, you know, Brett Favre, obviously, the whole the whole situation with that. And then with Jen Sturger, she was a kind of a reporter, and or she was on some sports networks, and she did Playboy. So they were commenting about how... You know, Brett, I'm going to be the next person Brett Fire is going to be sending texts to to find out about the Playboy, the, the February pictorials. I was, and he had to send it to me, like, and this guy sent it, you know, via email, and I was like, wow, <laughs> that's funny, that's interesting. But I haven't had any anything encountered with any celebrities, so not yet. They'll be coming, <laughs> without a doubt. Yeah. So, any more magazine spreads coming? Um, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I have. A few things that I would like to do, you know, I would love to 
maybe work with Maxim or who knows, maybe I'll be a playmate one of these days. I'm not sure. I would love to do that. Um, How do you get to be a playmate? I don't know. I'm trying to figure that out right now. But <laughs> You'll have to ask Jamie. <laughs> yeah, the right place, the right time maybe. Um, so, I, you know, that's something that I would definitely love to do and I would, you know, hopefully down the road, you never know. So yeah. maybe. I mean, being in Playboy Special Editions, does that work for you, work against you? Um, I think it works for me. I mean, the edition that I was published in, there were a couple former Playmates of the Year or Playmates that were in there as well. So there's actually a Ukrainian model. Um, she was in uh, the lingerie one two months before I was, and so she was on the cover of Playboy. And Well, um, they may have a limit on Ukrainian models. <laughs> there, you know. Yeah, you're an import. You were born in this country. Actually, I was born in Spain, so yeah. Um, even though I'm Ukrainian, I was born in Spain, but I know. So I would like to um, maybe follow her footsteps and kind of, you know, definitely be a playmate. Now, have, having been born abroad, that's one word, not two. <laughs> Does that mean you have a, a more open mind to nudity and things like that as opposed to uh, some girls who show up at a Playboy casting call and they're in their little robes and, <laughs> oh, I have to take this off? As, as if, what do you expect? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not sure if it's because I'm Eastern European or if that's what it is, but, I mean, I have you know, experience, you know, if you live in Spain or in Europe, topless is, is the norm, you know, that's what it is. So I think maybe growing up in that kind of different environments, I think you're more okay with it. So, yeah, I mean, I... Now, when the Lingerie Football League, Bliss, had a photo shoot with PETA mm-hmm, for right. an ad... Yeah. You, I happened to be there. It, it was it was work, and I just happened to show up. And, you know, there's four girls without helmets on, <laughs> among other things. Mm-hmm. And and you look fairly comfortable. You know, mm-hmm. just sort of standing there with uh, a football in your hand, and that was, that was about it. Yeah, no, I did. I, I'm very comfortable with my body. I'm very confident. I think that's you know. No matter what size, shape you are as a female, you have to be comfortable and embrace it. I mean, you just have to have the confidence and then exudes and everyone will appreciate it as well. Let's get you comfortable with something else. <laughs> We're here with Nadia Larissa and Elliot Harris. I'm David Spada. We're going to get you more comfortable give, doing interviews because our next guest is going to be Hall of Famer Paul Warfield when we come back after a short break. You're listening to Sports and Torts on TalkZone.com and the Mike North Entertainment Network. If you're injured at work, don't try to be a hero and work in pain. Immediately tell your boss how you were injured and seek medical treatment. Then call my guy, attorney David Spada, to make sure that your rights are protected. David will fight for the payment of your medical bills, lost wages, and settlement. Insurance companies and employers have individuals representing their interests. Why not you? You must have an experienced attorney on your side. All fees are contingent upon your recovery. Call David Spada at 847-729-COP. That's 847-729-2667. This is my way to learn Spanish. This is my way to learn French. My way to learn Russian. Italian. Japanese. My way. My way. Chinese. My way to learn a foreign language. The best way to learn a foreign language is your way. Rosetta Stone invites you to try absolutely free a software program developed around the way you think and the way you learn, the same way you learned your first language. In fact, it's been recognized as the fastest, easiest way to learn a language guaranteed. It's totally my way to learn Spanish. No classrooms, no boring drills, no useless memorization. It's a learning program that works around you, not the other way around. And right now you can try it absolutely, positively free with a free demo CD-ROM. Free. That's definitely my way. 
Try Rosetta Stone for free by calling 1-800-770-0606, 1-800-770-0606 for your free demo. Call 1-800-770-0606.